0: Welcome to Leveraged Lifestyle, the podcast that shares with you the mindset and skill set it takes for you to create your ideal leveraged lifestyle, whatever that might look like for you. Please welcome your host, entrepreneur, world record holder and globetrotter, Catherine Turner.
1: Hi there and welcome to what is my birthday and another leveraged lifestyle Episode with myself, Catherine Turner, and in this episode, it is an interview with the renowned founder and creator of Kitty Care, Neville Wright. I had the absolute pleasure of sitting down with Neville in his home just a couple of weeks ago now. Strangely, on the day that Mother Care, our well known high street brand, um, said it was going to be having to close its doors, um, which was very apt considering our conversation about how he sold Kitty Care in 2011 at the height of the UK recession. Uh, we also go into detail um, around that and how it all kind of came to be, how he then went on to sell it and kind of what happened around that. And it's, it's absolutely fascinating. If you deal or in a business that deals at all, or in a workplace that deals at all with customers, is customer facing, is client facing. Um, If you want to be thinking about those just next level details that you need to be thinking about for your clients, your customers, the people you are dealing with on a day-to-day basis, you are going to want to take lots of notes on this interview. I was um, just in awe of what they achieved, what was possible. And you can absolutely tell, He loved his business. And uh, yeah, I think if he could be, he would still be in it today. uh, That's for sure. And um, yeah, I think he'd be doing fantastically. And I think a lot of the high street retail uh, industry has a lot to learn from people like Neville. Uh, And I think we all have. And I know I am going to be taking a lot of what I learned from sitting down with him into our businesses as well. So we we jumped straight in, Uh, we uh, were chatting away before we kind of, um, we hit the record button quite early, Um, but this is kind of, we jumped straight in talking about how Neville works his routine, how I then work kind of my routines and how I take in information. And I think that's quite interesting itself about how um, someone, especially like Neville with lots of different projects going on now, he works in property, doing big commercial builds. Uh, He is an author. I would encourage you all to go and pick up his book. There is a link in the show notes to that. All the profits go to uh, charity and uh, it, it's an incredible read as well. And just what Neville's been through to create the business he did. And and like I said, to sell for what was a world record breaking price for an independent uh, childcare, essentially nursery business, child clothing and uh, Accessories and things like that and baby accessories and that uh, independent business. And it still stands um, within the UK. So, yeah, definitely check it out. See what you think. Uh, let me know, as always, in the community what you think of this episode. Um, you can go and check out more about Neville in the links in the show notes. And, uh, yeah, please enjoy this interview with myself and Neville Wright. Well, yeah, again, just thank you so much for kind of agreeing to do this such well, kind of short notice, but just so quickly.
0: I only do short notice because I can't <laughs> think of what I'm doing next week. Because um, if 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 I um, if I've got today, then somebody somebody rang and I could fit them in, uh, then I'd fit them in today. Yeah. Tomorrow, who knows where I'll be? Who knows? And, uh, and and what I tend to do as well is uh, anchor. People so get an anchor. So there's there's people who come to me uh, most months. Mm-hmm. Sometimes every two weeks uh, that I'll do a Skype or a, um, a Zoom. Yep. And then there'll be people who uh, come every month. Mm-hmm. So we know what dates they want to book in for. This is for uh, mentoring. Yes. Yeah. So then we build everything around that. Mm. And if and if they want me in the office for for a meeting, then. Um, for three weeks' time, then we'll build everything around that day on yeah. back-to-back meetings. So that's the only way I can do it. Love so it. So when it when it comes to it, people say, "Can you? Can can we book an appointment?" I go, uh, "Yeah, fifteen minutes time." And they go, "No, I was thinking about three, <laughs> four, five weeks." You know, <laughs> yeah. and you go, oh, can't do it, can't Oh, do, do you yeah.
1: know what? Well, and this is
0: an anchor. Yes, you know, and then an and anchor then we... point,
1: and then you build around yes. that. Okay, yes. I like that. Yeah. yeah, I have my anchor points. I've got two children. I don't know if I can still say under two because Ella's now two and two months. Um, and my youngest is, he'll be a year old in December. Brilliant. And so the anchor point for me is their two days at nursery that they go right. together. yes. And so for me, they're my anchor points of what I'm doing around that. So yes. it's yes. interesting you that's, work the same. That's good. And obviously that's good. worked perfectly that I was in the area. So yeah. yes, that was lovely. I've just realised, of course, my Evernote's not gone out of date because I haven't logged into Wi-Fi. Right. But I can remember them all because I was literally listening to uh, Can you find
0: morning. our Wi-Fi? Do you want that?
1: If that's okay, it's,
0: it says guest. Oh, oh. It should say guest.
1: It's so well prepared. I love it. Um...
0: Well, I'm not because I haven't got dawn here. So, <laughs> so, and then I'll say to Marilyn, Marilyn. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what the guest
1: Ooh, login I've got, is? I've got basement, living room, office, Rivermead.
0: Oh yes. <laughs> what?
1: Have I, can I? find guests? That'll be the thing. Wouldn't I don't know. Sorry, I've not. I have a good memory for these. Oh, things. Yeah? That's why. That's why I do these things. Kind of. Oh, right. Okay. As, as I'm preparing for it, I usually try and do a bit of preparation. But I'm. It's a method actually I learned from Tim Ferriss or listening to some of his podcasts. Right. Of rather than just in case information, it's just in time information. Yeah. So yep. whether that's reading a book or. Getting ready. Some people might say, oh, maybe it's because you're not being as prepared, but it's like, well, actually, I, if I've got to do it two weeks out and then I've got to read it again on the day, well, isn't it better to do it the night before or the day before?
0: It all changes with me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I I'll go on to do a um, a talk.
1: Yeah.
0: I did a talk in one of the hotels to 130 people for mm-hmm. a book launch um, the other week. Yeah. And so this guy said, uh, can you do 15 minutes on, uh, on hello, um, on your life? Oh, Is bless that, you, uh, darling. But you can't it's find River the guest. Meade. Oh, there we go. You That's, go to oh, Lovely, my darling. Oh, right. superstar. I must. Okay. Thank you, my darling. I must have that. <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put, put it on some William, put it on a card and I'll put it somewhere where I live. <laughs> <lose. laughs> <laughs> you know each other no so well, yet, hey? You've got I know. How long have we got? You've got up until 11. See, really? 11? Yeah. Oh, well, just oh, wow. okay then. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. Okay. That's Thanks, my darling. Just remind
1: me. F- keep you. him on yeah. track, yeah. right? Okay, <laughs> okay. yes, because... Dr- oh, drift drift oh.
0: oh. What? Oh, is is it, it didn't go through. Didn't go through, Marilyn.
1: 3 D B. Yep. Yeah. XX. Yep. Yeah. 6K. Ah, uh, 6K, sorry, my darling. The I bit. think I put it Lovely. You're yeah. superstar.
0: Thank you. So, so I, um... He said you can extend it because uh, of, of whatever. Mm-hmm. So I did it for um, an hour and um, twenty minutes. I think it was anyway. He then when I get there, he says um, things have changed. There's going to be four speakers and um, it's uh, twenty minutes. So I went up to the bar <laughs> yeah. and uh, for half an hour I was wiping out, wiping yes. out, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, things, and um, and then I got on stage and it was um fifty eight minutes. So <laughs> so he's, he 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 announced he's going fifteen minutes each person. Anyway, so yeah. it worked because everybody was okay. And they were um, loving it and it was and, good. Um, and it was fine. He said if it if there was um, if the audience was tiring I would have just cut it. Yeah. So, yeah this is
1: a, I think I, I've definitely been uh yeah pushing the time boundaries the last couple of days because I've um taken over from Rob to deliver the podcast training and so I've there's been about seven of us there and uh, yeah they've just been kind of well they've been super engaged that's the lovely thing when you get an audience that's really engaged and they're kind of hanging off your every word and obviously they're enjoying it and then you suddenly go all right this session was meant to finish at 12 and it's now three and you're like oh okay but
0: Hi. okay so are you are you doing this podcast mm-hmm. then to show people how to do a podcast Exactly. that's brilliant <laughs> that, that's that's lovely because that that's there'll be some information on on lots of things mm. and um, you can take well you go through the questions whatever the questions are yeah and um, that's ideal this that's is it? That's brilliant.
1: And the great thing right. is I can go and see... Well, I'm going to go and see them again this afternoon. We finish off today. And, um, yeah, I can talk about what we talked about this good. morning. it would be good fun. Okay. Um, so, yeah, uh, just to give you a bit of background, I suppose, on the podcast. As well. So, this is Leverage Lifestyle Podcast. Um, essentially kind of started thanks to Rob and his book, Life Leverage, um, which you may know about. Yes, and I do. I've read it. Excellent. Uh, I think it seems to be one of his books that people go back to and read quite often as yeah. well. I mean, it's only, yeah. what, three years ago. So I'll go
0: back about. to... Most of my books, yeah. so, you know, over... You love your books? 20, 30 years. Yeah. Books, tapes, CDs, and audio. Yeah, so we're yes. on to audio, aren't we? You know, but we we it. used to do CDs, and then before yeah. that it was tapes, and before that it was vinyl records. That's it. Uh, you know? And so, sometimes
1: it feels like it's going back to vinyl records. Something.
0: Like uh, that yeah. kind of wall
1: See, sound.
0: The, the, the biggest problem with vinyl is that you have to sit there... Um, what can you do? I can't write and listen at the same time. Mm. I can exercise. I've got a gym here, mm. so I I can exercise and listen. Yeah. Um, I can drive and listen, but yeah. you can't listen to vinyl, you know, unless you're in yeah. one room or, um, as I know of, um, and and it was the same with the um, same with the CDs and the tapes, mm-hmm. but um. Yeah. yeah, they've all gone I've still got them but they well
1: gone. I think the only way that my daughter now knows to listen to music is asking Alexa to play at the moment obviously it's Baby Shark and uh, move it move it um, so yeah whenever we're in the car now she says Alexa play Baby Shark but uh, we're in the car so uh, uh,
0: but that's uh, her I, I'll just tell you something about uh, education <laughs> and um, and the car yes um I started uh, educating myself in 1980 Mm -hmm. um, in the car because that was the first time that we'd got tapes on um, the uh, million dollar round table so you could only really get tapes from America at that time and so it was um, uh, an insurance company uh, Allied Dunbar
1: okay, and
0: uh, there's the first lot of tapes I got and it was called the Millionaire Round Table um, and anybody who'd sold over a million pounds worth of insurance in the mm-hmm. year could go into this uh, club yep. and so they got their tapes so uh, I got a set of these tapes from a friend of a friend Excellent. who was <laughs> working for them Allied Dunbar mm-hmm. at the time. And uh, that's what started me off. So Start for the off. next thirty years, I never switched the radio on, and I still don't. I yeah. still have uh, have uh, have the books on. But um, so what's that? That's, so, what, thirty
1: coming up forty years later. Uh,
0: yeah. So that was nineteen eighty. So it's yeah. yeah, forty years yeah. later, and. Um, and and you you still you still learn learning. these things, mm. yeah. So it's um it's, it's a brilliant way. Oh, I know what I was I was the reason why I was saying <laughs> this. Um, so I had this uh, massive uh, 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 container of uh, well, it's like your bag, I, <laughs> right? Okay. So I had um, twelve CDs on each page. You know, okay, in, yes, the acetate, yeah. in the acetate in the acetate folders. So it was a black folder, um, that thick, with about five hundred CDs in. Wow! Right, it's worth a minimum of a million pounds in in information, and um, well, and millions, it's yeah. in it's yeah. untold amount of wealth. I had my car stolen. No. My credit cards are in there because my car is my office. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like uh, that type of thing. So in those days, I. I ran in because it's pouring the rain one night, clicked the, what I thought was the lock. And it didn't lock because the battery, oh. the £7.50 battery, had, <laughs> uh, my spare key was in the car. Oh, my, yes. um, there was about £1,500 worth of cash in there. There was all my credit cards. There was my wallet. There was everything. And there was these CDs. So they nicked the car, and I and and in the morning, five o'clock in the morning, I got uh, an alert from um, uh, from a credit card company saying your mm-hmm. credit card's been used. And go, yeah, that's just uh, that's yeah. rubbish. And yeah. at seven so. o'clock. I got another one, and I realised, oh. yeah, I looked out, and my okay. car had gone. Yeah, uh, and oh. I'd left the gate open, the electric mm-hmm. gates. So uh, so they they found it in Leicester um, with the, with the tracking. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, I wasn't insured, obviously. Uh, (laughs) So they took everything. Yeah. And I said to the police, is there a wallet there with CDs? She said, there's CDs all over the car. There is. And they'd been looking for money or music or whatever. Right. And okay. they'd stuck these CDs in and it was education. Right. <laughs> so they'd nicked an 80,000 pound car. Yeah. And they'd got a million pounds worth <laughs> of value in it. And they just threw, it's a good job they didn't try, throw them out the window, uh, but they just threw them around the car. the car. Yeah. And I thought, thank goodness for that. They didn't know you the know, value. Never mind about the car. It, yeah. That is nothing. It's my CDs what are worth. But- so, uh, yeah, so, uh, sorry, I digress. No, and, no, um, it's, it's but brilliant. But I'm just telling you, I'm just telling the audience how, value edu- uh, how much uh, value education is. You know, hundred percent, hundred percent. When I, you want to learn, that is. Yeah,
1: and the interesting thing is, like, kind of goes that in that point you just made there, when you want to learn. Like, I kind of like school. I was a fairly good student, but actually what i realize realized is I love learning even more now it's on my terms and it's lovely to hear that like with all the success you've had that you're still listening to those cds that you're still essentially a student of this as well that you it'll probably be a lifelong thing right
0: we're we're here for probably if we're lucky 90 years Mm -hmm. and so it's it is a holiday really because (laughs) we've been put here you know to uh uh, to do what we want to do when we mm-hmm. want to do it, and uh, unfortunately, not a lot of people know this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, an education for me, I didn't have any education mm-hmm. because I couldn't, uh, with uh, the dyslexia and the ADHD, I couldn't mm-hmm. sit still, mm-hmm. so I was uh, classed as um, uh, disruptive mm-hmm. and um, and thick because... So if somebody tries to tell you something and you don't understand and you're not interested, then it's no good. Mm. So you want to be teaching children what they are interested in mm. at this moment. And if they're whatever they're interested in, teach them more of that. Yeah. They will then bring other subjects in yeah. that need to be associated with what they're interested in. Yes. And they will teach. Uh, it'll be automatic teaching. Mm. But what um, teachers seem to look out for is your faults. Yes, and if you can't do something, mm-hmm. they home in on what you can't okay. do, yeah. and then you become a failure. Yeah, and then you're scared of going out into the world and doing anything because you've been told twenty thousand times that uh, you can't, mm. and you shouldn't, and mm. you know. So
1: it's really interesting because I, I, it's one of the things me and my husband have tried to. I say we're always working on. I don't like using the word try either, but. Um, avoid using can't, Uh, even no, we try and limit because we understand how many times a child is going to hear the word no compared to how many times they hear the word yes. So if it's inappropriate for them to do something, instead of saying no, we'll go and tell them what they can do instead. And that is so important. And we do let our children just kind of guide us as to what they want Hmm. to do And, you know, Ella's too, but she's very vocal. Her language is very good already. And so we're asking her, you know, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go? And we have fantastic conversations. And I'm so excited to see where she will go and where her brother Milo will go and all of that. And that kind of brings me up to a question I really want to ask, slightly selfishly. um, But I also have a lot of listeners who are parents starting businesses, going through businesses. I get a lot of people asking me just because I'm quite vocal about it, my kids and that and having businesses, what was it like, obviously, as your business partner is also your wife, mother of your children, what was it like building businesses with children? Like, how did you make that work?
0: (laughs) Shall I ask Marilyn? (laughs) Um, It it was just normal, natural. Mm -hmm. Um, When you said you've got two children, I would be... I was going to ask you, where are they? <laughs> you know, why haven't you brought them? But you yeah. then you went on to say that you you got your two days where um uh, yeah. where they
1: well I, actually yeah. I had a picture just as I arrived. They're off to the park with Daddy. This month.
0: So <laughs> so so therefore, um, we wanted to work together. Mm. So that was the idea, uh, I suppose of. Uh, you know, getting married and everything else and, and getting a house and, yeah. and the next stage was to work together because why else, you see, from, from our point of view, we could help each other. Mm. And, and so two heads are better than one. 100%. And we had nothing. So it's quite easy to go from nothing to, to the next step and the next right. step and the next step. Um, so having nothing was brilliant. <laughs> um, and although we didn't think so at the time. And then when you when you have your first child, and you, whatever, it, it was a job for a start because we never worked together for a start. Mm-hmm. It was uh, not until 74, and our first was born on, in 71. Okay. So we had three years of being apart, really. Mm-hmm. I went to work, Marilyn stayed at home. Because yep. in those days, you couldn't do anything else. Yep. Um, so uh, when we started to work together, then it was natural. Um, Elaine was our first child, she went to uh, a, a childminder. In mm-hmm. those days, a child, uh, every street had a childminder. I went to Auntie, a childminder, my yeah, mum was a single parent. So. <laughs> so Auntie Pearl Aunt's looked Pearl. After, uh, after all these kids in the street <laughs> um, and we started, we could afford an hour or two hours and then Marilyn would come and work with me yeah. and so it went on and when we got the shop it was brilliant because um Elaine went to the shop mm-hmm. and then to school so he used to shut the shop um in um, at half past three for 20 minutes <laughs> you know to rush to the school cool. and get you know unless I unless I was about in my builder's truck mm-hmm. to pick her up and take her to the shop yeah so you work these things out and then and then we used to go to the cash and carry on a wednesday night she used to come she used to think it was great because she could pick the toys yeah that we would sell in the shop
1: oh, and
0: I that. uh and it's because they didn't allow kids in the cash and carry because of the fork trucks and we said well she's the buyer yeah and a right. friend of mine who was the manager there we became friends and and uh he you knew you know she was a sensible kid at six yeah. yeah and she was serious about uh picking the toys and, yeah uh, and and uh and so it went on and so therefore the the second one come in she was she was born um into the shop mm-hmm. so within 24 hours uh she was in the shop work no not working but yeah. in the, underneath being the, another
1: drawer for under, the
0: <laughs> underneath the desk <laughs> yeah you know, there was so marilyn that was there she had a desk and there was a dog under the desk and there was a child and the baby under the desk <laughs> yeah. and, and that's it and um and she was great asset because mm. we used to put her into a pram and people would go along uh because for your listeners we got a pram shop or well, we had yeah and um and people used to go along the lines of prams and say oh there's a baby in this one and go yeah it that's does and um <laughs> By that time, uh, Elaine was about 11 and uh, she didn't like going to school, but on a Saturday especially, she'd say, oh yeah, that's my sister. Oh, okay. And we sold more of those pram, whatever pram we put her in, <laughs> yes. we sold that colour. And, um, <laughs> and that was, so it was brought up. Mm. And then when Elaine had her first baby, mm-hmm. uh, our first uh, grandchild, uh, she yes, within same. 24 hours, she was in the so- shop. And and again, with our other daughter, uh, she came in with her first baby. I mean, the first, this is how my children are. Uh, They work up to the day they have the baby, they go and have the baby and they're back the next day. Because that is is a family business, you know. And Marilyn sent Joe, our youngest, uh, home, she said, You've, because she'd been working in the restaurant uh, yeah 12 hours a day mm-hmm. until she was two days before uh, she was having the baby wow and um, Joe lived in a, uh, a little barn in mm-hmm. the middle of 20 acres um, with a dog yeah um, and and um, and at the time and uh, so and her husband yeah so uh, <laughs> yeah so um, she sent her home and she said Joe go and Go and sit down because you know you you You've can't, been on your feet yeah, 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 You yeah, just no, had a baby. Like, no, just had, she hadn't had the baby. Oh, she hadn't. had, no, had baby, this she pre- was. She was still in the restaurant twelve oh. hours a day and, oh and my in God. the shop. Right. So, so therefore, uh, she rang her the next day and said, "How are you doing? Have you got your feet up? Because your yeah. feet were swelling She yeah. said, "No, I'm, I'm making a chicken run, a chicken pen, you know." And and the next <laughs> morning, anyway she had the baby, and the next morning she come in, it wasn't even twenty four hours old. The girls in the office, two girls came and said, oh, we've got a new um, range of baby clothing. Can we have the baby? And took her up into the studio, dressed it, with it not even 24 hours old, right? And she, they were taking photos of the baby clothes. Now that is so, a family so business. You t- that, <laughs> and, um, and that's how it worked. Mm-hmm. So you, uh, kids adapt. Mm-hmm. We always used to take... We'd go out every single night because we hadn't got time to cook for years and years and years. We used to go out and every night we would be with reps Mm -hmm. or with staff. Yeah. And uh, we would eat out and the babies would be there. Yeah. Uh, As they grow up, they would have colouring pencils and whatever. Yeah. Uh, When they were small, they had uh, um, buggies to uh, go to sleep in. Yeah. And there was used to noise mm-hmm. they was used to the uh, restaurant environment mm-hmm. they just adapted and children adapt mm-hmm. we didn't turn the telly down we didn't turn the radio down we didn't we didn't do anything they just grew up in our space yeah. our environment yeah and so that's the way we did it yeah and they do it with their children and now we're going to become great-grandparents now Oh, and um, so, within a few weeks, our great uh, grandchild will be in that environment. Mm. You know, not a cotton wool environment. Yes. You know. So, uh, oh, and it beautiful. makes them strong. Makes them makes them understand mm-hmm. life. Makes um, you know uh, become um, responsible mm-hmm. people. Yeah. I, I do believe.
1: I like that. And so. I just put one thing to you that and the interesting thing you said, you know, have this pram, this nursery business. Um it's probably a slight understatement. Uh for anyone who well, I probably will have already said this in the introduction, of course, but it was kitty care, which a lot of people know, especially in the UK. Um, but it was What, the biggest online?
0: That's the story.
1: That's the story. It
0: was the uh, largest. When I say that's the story, this
1: is the book that one's written, yeah? The
0: largest. um, uh, We built it from uh, a terrace house, Mm -hmm. two up, two down. Marilyn started it with, um, because we was builders before that, jobbing. I was a window cleaner, let's face (laughs) it. (laughs) So that is property maintenance. So over the years we went, uh, over three years we we uh, went into property maintenance. Yeah. And then and we'll then... definitely get
1: into property at some point, do not you, right? And Marilyn <laughs>
0: started the uh, um, shop because mm-hmm. she wanted an office for the property maintenance business. Okay. So she said, oh, well, you know, I want one desk. It will only take me two or three hours instead of doing it at night. I'll sell something. Well, we'd got £300 saved up. Mm-hmm. So we went out and we bought £300 worth of second-hand prams from people Wow! and put them in the two up two down terrace house and yep. started selling them yep. so that built up uh to uh the largest nursery business in the country independent yeah we had 120 people working in one shop yeah and uh, uh we was one of the forerunners uh for uh, online mm-hmm. so we used to push the boundaries and be very disruptive in the uh In in that whatever market we was in, we would do things different. Yeah. So you'd have to because I've got ADHD, you know, and I (laughs) and you know I've got a dyslexia, and it was like those are two great things because I couldn't keep still, Mm. and I'd have to keep pushing and pushing and pushing to test myself. I was always competing against me, and it's um and and so therefore, like Marilyn would say, um, it's all right for you. You go out and you do all these deals, and you leave all the shit to us. <laughs> and so, that sounds so, like
1: my husband and me. <laughs> so, so it cleans yeah. so up is, my mess as well.
0: Yeah. Have, when you've got um, uh, some uh, attributes uh, such as uh, those, what I've just mentioned. Yes. When you've when you've got these skills and these uh, great things, uh, and you can't do. Uh, some things where nobody can do everything. So um, your ambition takes over and you have to get other people to do what you can't do. Yeah. And, and that's, that's great because you have to employ people. Mm -hmm. And the more you employ people, the more you need to, uh, to do to keep those people employed and the more people you employ and it goes on and on on and on. And it's so exciting (laughs) and, and people won't take that first step Mm. to employ their first person mm. and very often because they think, I can do it myself. Yeah. I will, I, I will do it myself and I won't have any aggravation. Mm-hmm. And of course, there is a ceiling to doing it yourself. You know, there's yeah. so many hours in the day. Yeah. But if you double the work, if, if you double your stuff from one, from me yeah. to one other person, yeah. which we did with Marilyn and myself, hmm Two heads are better than one. Yep. And then you get another one, and then you teach that other one the same attitude as you've got the same mindset, mm. and then the next and the next, and you build 15, 20 people all with the same mindset mm. going yep. in one direction. Yeah. And then the, and then your kids grow up and they come in at 14 years old or 13 years old. They come <laughs> into the business because the the schooling is not for them. Yeah. And uh, and and so we type, Well, they start at 10. They start having a wage packet at 10. OK, so every hour they work, they get paid. So that is a real good incentive. And they spend <laughs> the money on what they want. Yes. Not on what mum and dad say. Yeah. So therefore they've got freedom and they've got choice. The only choice that. they didn't have was going out because you can't say, well, I'm going to work. I'll leave you at home. You can't leave no. a 10-year-old at home. No. Uh, so you, you have to say, well, you've on. got a choice. You've got to come to work with us because mm-hmm. there's no other choice. Yes. Now, you can either sit down in the office or you can help the staff yeah. and you get paid. Which would you like?
1: Hmm, let me think about that. So I, I love that idea. Yeah. and. I feel like you've wrapped up so much in what you've just said as to what I advocate on the podcast week in week out is to not do everything yourself is to play to your strengths. Um, and you obviously knew yours off the bat. The fact that you, uh, you know, doubled the the headcount and it started with a family member, uh, your other half, your spouse, and exactly the same way I built my business. And um, because I did, st- I started them. Uh, the husband was in corporate management finance. So, uh, uh, a qualified accountant so that's not my forte so that's a good start as well and um, I advocate again bringing in even if it's just uh, a virtual assistant we have about seven of them work for us as well as physical staff and that sometimes is like an, a, an easier first step for people because you know it might be lower wages or they're just contracted for a few hours one of the things I wanted to bring up there because obviously you, you you know from a two-bed terrace to what Kitty Care became before you sold it. And we'll get onto yeah. that. It's like, did you ever feel, and I don't know if this is just me, how responsible do you feel? Every time we employ someone new, I'm like, <gasps> we're now responsible then. Like our bill, <coughs> we, what we pay them pays their bills and how they live and that. Does that, did it ever come into it? Um,
0: not for a start. Because you talked
1: about mindset as well. Yeah,
0: not, 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 not for a start because... Uh, we was in control. Mm-hmm. And, and so therefore, if you're in control on a minute to minute basis, uh, y- you are controlling what happens. You are educating that person. And in the nursery trade, it takes oh, prob- probably every trade, but in the nursery trade uh, to c- become a pramologist you have to have two years intensive training. Wow. And everybody was intensively trained because it's micromanagement. So I would micromanage whatever. This is the way you put the bins out. This is the way you display. This is the, and of course, when they got that, it, that, that was part, they did that yeah. as natural. Then yeah. there was the next micromanagement on the, and the next, and every day right. was micromanaging, but on a different thing. Right. And then when we got bigger, the manager uh, would make their own sheets out and mm-hmm. everybody who came in, they would the first day they would go home with a pack of brochures and they go, what's this? And go, "Where's well, your homework because you're going to be tested on that. And every day they went through 20 or 30 items mm-hmm. and, uh, and then they had to demonstrate. And, and people used to come in and go, Do you know, you're the only... I've been into so many companies... And you are really, really serious about training. Mm. And and uh, you say, well, you should never ever uh, have a customer in front of you that knows more about this product than you do. You should know more than the mm. customer. And it is dreadful now because on the internet you can look up uh, what uh, what this product does how much it is where you can get it from uh etc how Uh, cheap you can get it and then you go and you say to the person in uh, one of the stores Mm. um have you got one of those and they go i don't know really um and then you say oh well you have because you've got one in your cabinet here um can you tell me about it and they go um well i um i don't normally work on this department so why are you on this department now? Mm-hmm. And it, it's like, why have they put people on a department that they know nothing? Mm. You know, and it's dreadful training. Yeah. And of course, people go, okay, um, yeah, I can see it and see how it works. Okay, I'll go and buy it on the internet. Yeah, because and we never used to lose a sale to the internet. Although we had a big internet ourselves, we wouldn't let a customer go. So if they came into your store, oh, there was ours. You're making a sale. That was ours.
1: I love that philosophy as well. I mean, we'll get onto your philosophy in the in the title of the book as well. But the fact that it is so easy to, let's just say it, jump on Amazon, jump online and buy kind of whatever you want now. And I feel like, and it's kind of interesting timing when we're doing this interview, that at the time a certain other nursery
0: Mothercare.
1: Uh, well, we'll say it, yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> well, it's in, it's, the, it's in the domain, isn't it? Indeed, it's in the, it's it's in in the, the newspapers. News. So so, unfortunately, it's very, very sad.
1: And we'll see what happens because it's still kind of playing out at the moment. But I think the the interesting thing is someone uh, brought up that the fact that when you go into a store, uh, especially some, somewhere like Mothercare, for example, let's just say this, especially being a, a mother of two young children myself, I can't get my double buggy through the aisles there. That's ridiculous. That was
0: uh, that that we used to take the double buggy the widest one we'd got yeah. and you used to go round if you was doing displays yeah uh, in an area the person who was doing this displays would take the double buggy around. Perfect.
1: The fact that there was never anyone available to actually talk to and find out about product They'd be checking on their little screen about the product themselves. So I probably again already knew more than they did about yeah. it. And it's just like, well, I've come in here to look at the product, and and none of them seem to have even sales training. What I would no. call sales training of no. actually like engaging the customer, finding out what they needed, what they wanted. So it's it feels refreshing to hear you say that. But the trouble is, you don't don't have kitty care anymore.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> you should. You should marry your customer.
1: Yeah, I heard you say this on someone else's (laughs) podcast and I was like, okay, this is interesting. So...
0: You can divorce me. (laughs) Okay. If you're my customer, you can divorce me at any time you like. Okay. I can never divorce you. I must do my utmost, my best to keep you as as my marriage partner. Keep
1: you happy, keep you... Yeah. Happy life, happy wife, all that. (laughs) Fair enough. So uh, (laughs) I want to get into this as well, because I think this is really interesting that I feel like a lot of high street shops, especially in the UK, it's probably happening all around the world, really, that they're not learning that you don't want another online experience or what you could find online. You want a different level of experience. And the fact that you were doing that makes me feel like that's why you were able to position yourself in what was essentially one of the worst recessions we've ever had, sell your company for more than you were making turnover-wise at that point. Yeah. Although you had systems in place to obviously take it to yeah. a way bigger. Yeah.
0: And you have read the book or you listened to it. Uh,
1: yeah. I did my homework. I did my homework. Um, and it's just like the fact that you did, what does it take to get there? Because I know a lot of people when they start businesses. And hopefully, in some ways, they're thinking about the end in mind, yeah. whatever that might look like, yeah. whether they're going to sell, yeah. whether they're going to pass it on to their children, yeah. whether whatever happens. But hopefully there's an exit plan of some sort. I mean, I know our mutual yeah. friend Rob Moore talks about death for him, um, but I'm sure he has some legacy planning now for his children if they so wish to go into that. And I want to know what it takes to leverage a lifestyle. We talk about systems, outsourcing, what it takes to build a business, a brand and leverage that. What did it take to, in the worst recession, get probably an incredible price? I don't know where it you had value world,
0: It was a world record price for an independent nursery there we go. business. Yeah, there we go. world record. And I, and I think that will last forever. <laughs> nice. you know, Unless there's a massive, massive inflation and then in 30 <laughs> years time, somebody else does it. You know. So
1: what did that day feel like when... Which question, same, well, so what there's did a it couple feel bits. like
0: or what did or, or how so did we... How, how did, did we... you get there and right. then what did it feel like? Yeah. So so we got there and, and I get this question asked every single day and every single day I will tell people how easy it was to build that incredible business. And, um, and last night I was in a restaurant with um, Dawn, my PA, and uh, husband. We've been great friends for... He's in the book actually um, uh, for, I don't know, 30 years. So, um, and we was talking about uh, uh, different different things uh, and uh, either restaurants came up um, or a shop came up and it was like stock. Most people don't have stock or not enough, we had always, we had our money in stock. Stock was better than having money in the bank. So just that little thing, you could come to us and there, people would say after the demonstration, "All right, I love one of those. Um, how long will it take?" Because they've been into other shops and they'd said, "Oh well, if you order it now, it'll be three months or three weeks or whatever." Which doesn't work right. when you're okay. pregnant and okay. you've probably done
1: it last minute. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> so,
0: so, so, therefore, they say, um, "How long will it take?" And you go, "For hmm. this product, um, about twelve minutes." And they go, what do you mean? And go, well, you see, we've got the uh, video screen and this is and shows the warehouse and shows your parcel coming down four flights on a conveyor belt. Oh, wow. And that would take from where that is in the warehouse now, there's 12,000 pallets there. And that would take about 12 minutes, you know. So they'll go, (laughs) what? I was thinking it would take three months. And you go. No, no. Um, And you take them to the kiosk Mm -hmm. uh, because we had 30 kiosks in the store. say you put your credit card in there. um, And then what you need is this pram. And then, of course, you need your accessories, blah, 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 and all the accessories. So here's another thing. Mm -hmm. So when we was online, you had the product, Mm -hmm. but you had six accessories with it. Mm -hmm. All those accessories, what you went on, uh, if you went on, if you clicked on them, they had six accessories with that. And it went round in a circle. Mm-hmm. So then it had the product, you know, and you go round in a circle. So you have a cot. Mm-hmm. So you click onto the cot. The accessories were the bedding, the mattress, the toys and things. So yeah. uh, you click on the mattress, what size of mattress, what, what quality of mattress do you want. Mm-hmm. And then on the mattress page, there was a reminder of all the bedding. Mm-hmm. On the bedding page, there was a reminder of the cots. And, and so it went round in circles. Yeah. Now, that's another thing. Uh, and easy they're all tiny little things mm. when you went into our car park you didn't see any rubbish no rubbish because the security uh guys we were always clearing up any rubbish that there was a, so so it, simple right? it wasn't a, it, it wasn't like you drive into um a car park and you go just look at the shit that's round here mm-hmm. you know there's uh, bottles and takeaway yeah. cartons and things like that. Yeah. So the thing is, people used to come into our car park, never never even give it a thought. We didn't want that thought to mm. be in their mind. It's exciting. They're going into this mega store or even the terraced house. Mm. We, di- we didn't want to uh, have anything in their mind, only what was uh, uh, that was going into this What they store. were coming for, yeah. Even when we had our terraced house, we used to wash the pavement down and the gutter every morning before we opened. Wow. And it was a bucket of water, you know, and a broom. <laughs> yeah. And people don't do it. Yeah. So. So true. And it's like, I, you go down the high street and you see all the rubbish and the sick and everything from the night before. And you think, the shops are open. How dare, how, why would anybody? Yeah. Why the care would them, and not they bad. come into mm-hmm. the back of this shop? They take their coat off and they open the till up. No, you don't do that. You go round to the front or you come out of the front and you go across the road and you look at your shop.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You look at your presentation and then you see down the road there's some graffiti and you say, oh, this can and you say to one of your staff, can you just go down and and get that graffiti off that um, telephone box or whatever? Mm-hmm. You know, it's and it, and people go, well, why would you do that? Because you're not responsible for that. Oh no, I want my customers to be thinking about my shop, my products, and mm-hmm. that, not thinking what a shithole this is. Look, see the telephone mm-hmm. box is all graffitied and the yeah. this and and there's all rubbish in the gutters. So you start the, with the Little things and that and and that's what you do. It's you walk into the shop, what's the first thing pregnant woman wants when she comes in as she's been travelling an hour, two hours, whatever? Toilet. Yeah. You didn't open any doors to go into our toilets because you could push your pram into the toilets because they had corridors that go round. Yeah. Then you've got a little sink for the child. Now, the water, they could never scold themselves because you had a thermostat on the water on each tap. So it's lukewarm, Yeah. not hot. Yeah. You have these, you go into places, you go into restaurants and it says, uh, warning. Caution, yeah, hot Ca- water. Hot water. water. What? They're, they're laying themselves wide open yeah. for, a, for a a for a case, you yeah. know, to because they've that. already they've already said that's scolding water that could yeah. scold somebody so <laughs> let's put a warning sign on <laughs> yeah. there no pay 60 quid and put a thermostat underneath it yeah so it's so a little things mm. we had a full-time cleaner for the toilets mm-hmm. people used to go in come out and go those toilets are cleaner than my house <laughs> yeah and it was like wow you know you yeah. put in that we had a restaurant and so I would never. Uh, I. I don't like going into a restaurant and and then you get you have a start, you get sticky fingers or whatever. Yeah. You have to go to the toilets to wash your hands, mm. and it's not compatible. We had uh, two sinks in our uh, entrance of our uh, restaurant, mm-hmm. one low mm-hmm. for the kids, yeah. one high, so people didn't have to go to the toilet to wash their hands. Lovely. In our, I, <laughs> I was in. Um, I was in London the other day in a hotel. I was um, in the gents. Who was next to me? Bloody chef. Right, that is a no-no. You don't have customers standing next to... You don't stand in a urinal next to the person who's going to serve you. It's... No. So we had... Customer toilets, mm-hmm. and we had staff toilets. Yes. The staff never went into the cu- customers' yeah. toilets because that was it wasn't no, you know that it's a tiny little thing, mm-hmm. and and when people say, "How did you get such a good price for you know? Why was it so successful? Give me the answer to why it's successful." And I, I go, "It's a thousand little things," yeah. and people think. Give me the three, give me the three things that makes a success in business. Oh God, no, I can't give you three things, mm. but I can give you, you know, stand still, look round. Yeah. If you, if the meter around you is fine, go to the next meter, go to yeah. the next meter.
1: And did you have this all written down in kind of checklists yeah. or process systems? Yeah. So your staff... Oh, the you... system
0: was there. Yeah. Uh, each uh, manager had the system. Each manager um, would be... Uh, in that system, helping Mm -hmm. that system develop. That system wasn't... Right, we used to write a system, Mm -hmm. very easy. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the systems was, out of the 120 staff, each member of staff only had one boss. Wow, okay. I couldn't go, I wouldn't go to a person and and say, nobody could go to somebody and say, uh, can you do that? No, is their manager, their line manager, mm-hmm. their buddy. Their their so each person was in line. Right. Their manager would be overall in charge of maybe fourteen people, for instance. Yeah. They would have a um second manager and a a, a line supervisor, depending on what kind of uh, uh jobs there were mm-hmm. and um and so you was never responsible for two or three managers, so nobody. And we learned this mm-hmm. because you, in leaving interviews, why are you leaving? Well, I've got four managers. Yeah. How come? Well, I I start a job and somebody tells me to leave that and go somewhere else, and somebody else tells me to leave that. And somebody I've got four. No, we know That's yeah. not right. That's not that's, that's right. Yeah. That's that and and so therefore that was the managers was uh, um, making these rules up with us mm-hmm. and this is how we did it. And we would put the system in and it was very, it was very quick.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We could, uh, we would have a problem and we'd alter the system within 10 minutes. Yeah, And we would say, give it 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. If this system does not work to your satisfaction because you're doing it, yes. we mm-hmm. will change it. Yeah. So we had the uh, 10 telephone girls um, I say girls, well, probably there was eight and two lads, but (laughs) but mostly it's girls that like that work. And it was always, this is the system, but it's not set in stone. If you can find a better system, you come up with problems. And each day, every single department had a 10-minute meeting before the uh, shop opened. Here's another thing. You never, ever go into work alongside a customer no yeah if you're going to start at nine if you open your doors at nine Mm o'clock well the staff should be there quarter two Mm -hmm. they should have their tills open Mm -hmm. ready they should have had their meeting in their in in their area yeah what's um uh was there anything we talked about from yesterday uh was any customer issues was is there any issues today what is going on Mm -hmm. you know and um yeah, things, things like
1: right. that. I I started off in retail actually. That was kind of well. I started waitressing and then I went into retail. It's like my first job at sixteen. So I kind of I understand from that point of view and the amount of times when people would come in late and it just looked awful yeah. that the staff are there after the customers. Yeah. And yeah. So okay, that day actually, I want to go sl- slightly back because this is something um, I think a lot of people, especially whether they're starting business, whether it's still a side thing while they're building up whether they're kind of new to it or even kind of further in. It sounds like you've had a bit of a roller coaster throughout your (laughs) business career. I love that. Incredible. Incredible. But when the times were tough, obviously hindsight's a wonderful thing that you've got there, being able to look back and see what were the things that maybe went wrong that you now look back and go, oh, that's what it was to maybe look out for. I don't know. And then, Again, I was. It's
0: all in the book. It's all in the book. It's all yeah. in the book. It's all. It's all and I tell right. you, this is one of the things because shit happens, <laughs> and that. And, and what I what I'm trying to say in this book, not yeah. what I'm trying to say, I do say, um, is it's not all roses. Mm. It is in here mm. because what I'm trying to say to people is that is business. Yeah. Don't give up. Don't. Yeah. Because people uh, walk along, stub the toe, and they go, I'm not walking anymore. You know, it's like yeah. they go into business and somebody robs them, mm-hmm. uh, which is a daily occurrence. Somebody robs them and or somebody is not nice to them. Mm. Somebody verbally does something to them or physically, and, um, and it's not fair, mm-hmm. and if... This ha- if this didn't happen, I'd still be in business. And this, what, da, 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 mm-hmm. da, and there's a load of excuses, and people can't stand it, and they leave, mm. and they they leave a job, they leave a uh, they leave a business, and it happens again, and it's what do you call it? Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. It keeps going yes. up, round and round and, <laughs> round and round and round. And one of the things was I was on uh, welfare, uh, living in a ten foot caravan with my wife and and uh, child. And the thing is, I said to myself, I will never beg again. And so therefore, I had that, I had the caravan, 10 foot caravan as a standard, yep. you know, that uh, I could live in. Yep. Um, and um, I had this mindset of, I will never go cap in hand ever to anybody uh, ever again in my life. So mm-hmm. that was, a they were the things that I, yeah, yeah I'd got so so therefore when things happen it is a process of business and you just you have to go through these yeah. and I guarantee that everybody who's ever worked for kitty Care has cried because they have pain of going because it's unusual uh place it's like a big family mm. but everybody I can tell you cried including me and Marilyn <laughs> and everybody because of what goes on mm. and the, and and the things you have to Good. get through yeah and, and another thing is people are on a knife edge you can you can fall one way you know or mm. a fence you can fall one way or the other mm. and 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 when you do and i'm talking about mentally you know people can get you, the, the, there's a lot of stresses and strains especially mm. in the, uh well it's, i think it's in any whether it's a in retail or building or whatever, mm. things go wrong. Mm-hmm. But then if you've got somebody to pull you up mm. and this is uh, and this is what happens, you've got to have people around you mm. that you can help and they can help you yeah. and you, you, you pull people up. Pull people up. And I know how you're feeling, uh, but I don't feel the same way. So I can step back and I can have a solution for you. Yes. And if that person really, really wants... That solution, that's all right. So, um, stomach. So, (laughs) feel
1: good. So, uh, let's get to that day the 70 million hits your bank account. One o'clock. Okay.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 14th of February 2011. There
1: we go. Uh, It's obviously a momentous day, obviously, in your memory. Yeah. And what does that feel like? And then what happens next?
0: I don't really like swearing, but it felt like shit, really. You know, it was no. dreadful. Yeah. Um, you imagine um, everybody you know in your life is on a plane and it crashed and they all died. Whew. You imagine that. Um, we'd built the biggest party in the world and we wasn't invited to it. So, um,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: We, you know, we, all of our friends, all of our colleagues... You know, I'm I'm, I'm talking about uh, people who you worked with, mm-hmm. people uh, who supplied you, because mm-hmm. there was all our friends. We very often used to go on holiday with uh, uh, with people, um, <coughs> everybody who ever associated. Because when you are in a business and you want to grow that business, you focus on it, mm. and whatever you focus on grows. Yes, and. You haven't got time for an outside world because this is your world. Mm-hmm. The people who are in that world, um, so suppliers, manufacturers, um, and, um, and people that you work with,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you they were just gonna start the biggest party in the world because <laughs> we'd sold to a company that got a billion pound in cash, you know, and uh, they was gonna take it to the next level mm-hmm. and we wasn't invited yeah uh, so uh, and to lose to lose those people i never went in that day yeah i was with my um uh building team mm-hmm. and we was cleaning main drains out on one of our um <laughs> we're, we're, we'd got 13 units in one place in yeah. peterborough and we was cleaning the drains out it was and somebody come out and said and i I said, "What are you doing?" I was in this six foot drain, and I looked up i got my I got my hard hat on and my goggles and everything and I was just plastered in um, in muck and i said yeah i uh, i said uh we're just uh, doing the routine maintenance mate and and he goes he looks over the barrier and he says, is that you Neville because you know we know all of our tenants, yeah. and it's like Okay, yes, mate. How you doing? He says, "I've just heard the fucking news." Yeah, yeah. He said, "You just got seventy million pounds," <laughs> and it's like, "Yeah, what the? Are you doing that?" <laughs> and that's the only way I could cope. Yeah, you know. And yeah. uh, and and um, and Marilyn will tell you she never went in. She probably cried all day, you know. And it wasn't the money because we had sold four of those businesses beforehand but this was the last one and it was final. Yeah. The others I sold one in 1980 1986. You know we built them and sold them mm. and moved on. And um and and so therefore this was the the final thing but it mm-hmm. wasn't the final thing for us. We no. we'd already got that property business and um and we'd been going on for a a, a few years on uh well, since nineteen seventy-four on yeah. that, and um, so there was other things, but property is certainly not the same as retail. Yeah.
1: No, because
0: <laughs> it's a different animal. It's uh, it's probably a lot easier, but the personal contact with people, mm. making friends and stuff like that, uh, was never in the cutthroat business of what property was mm. in this. 70s the 80s and the 90s mm. um it was uh you didn't have friends in that type of business yeah it, you didn't yeah but you did in the nursery business oh so um, but um, um, there we are you know okay. and that's um
1: it's all good. I think our time's coming to a slight <laughs> I, end, isn't it? I so, think
0: it is. You so can carry few... on another day if you oh, if you well, want. It, I, if absolutely. the people have got uh, some, <laughs> uh, some think out of this oh, today. Oh, I'm sure they will
1: have, have done. Yeah, I feel like we need to get into the property stuff and probably talk more about the book oh, as well. Oh, property.
0: But, yeah, that's a new life.
1: A whole new life. Yeah, new yeah and we old.
0: started very early on because we yeah. started looking at property when we were 16. Wow. So, I wish
1: I'd started looking at property when
0: I was 16. So, yeah, and that was All true, you know, like a default mistake, you know, not uh, <laughs> not not being able to afford uh, a mortgage and yeah. and a new house like every um, every couple wants, yeah. you know, and it's like so so we had to go from the we went very quickly from the top of our dreams to the the bottom because we. Couldn't get a mortgage, so anyway, that's a different story.
1: Oh wow, that's a whole new story. I'm going to do a couple of wrap-up questions about okay yeah um, so Yeah. So the podcast is called Leverage Lifestyle. I've given a bit of a description to you, but what would that mean to you having a leveraged lifestyle?
0: Well, I try and leverage everything um, <laughs> today. You're leveraging yours because you 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 know you're you're teaching people how to do mm-hmm. podcasting and that. I'm leveraging mine because um, I uh, there's my book goes to charity all over the world. And there's Fantastic. lots of people in poverty that just a few pounds can help. Uh, each book a sell and it's, it's, it's worth uh, a piece of tarpaulin to keep the rain off people. Wow. You know? And it's like that is... To me, yeah. the more books I can sell, the more tarpaulin I can buy, Fantastic. you know, and it's that. So, so we're leveraging the, the situation. I'm, yeah. I'm leveraging my speaking yeah. because, and I'm remembering things. So um, while we're doing that, uh, the we're, we're doing the uh, <laughs> um, uh, video, video and that well. I can take Audio. bits out of and help yeah. people. Um, the I, I'm, I'm always free for doing deals, you know, on the phone and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So uh, the phone hasn't rang, which is good. Uh, mind <laughs> you, I've got it on silent. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I've probably got a whole list of things to do. Um, so you try and leverage everything, mm. you know, uh, that, um, that you can. And why not? Leverage, and time leverage, mm. you know, time and assets. Mm. Um, everything needs to be leveraged because then you can do more. Yes. You can.
1: And the fact that you started with the fact that really we're only here for a holiday. We in are. Terms of the amount of time. Yeah, and yeah. I wish
0: I'd have known that <laughs> very early on in life. <laughs> that um, and and some people will go, well, I'm going to die soon, so what's the point of doing anything? But I mean, when you when you look at some fantastic people, athletes and 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 stuff like that, they motivate you to get on and do mm. something. And 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 you know, you've got only so many. Uh, 86,400 seconds in the day and uh, um, 1,440 minutes in the day. Use them. (laughs) Yes. Use them.
1: Make the most of them. Yeah. I love that. And leverage gives you more of that. So uh, I love the fact you talked about the, what the book does and we'll put the link to the the book in the show notes and everything for you as well and get the message out there more. Thank Um, you very much. No problem. And because one of the things for me now, my kind of Bigger vision and value, uh, and there's a kind of second podcast in the wings waiting to happen. That's kind of m- even more aligned with it is that I want a planet, uh, our planet to thrive, not just to survive. Because uh, even just this week, the you know eleven thousand scientists have said there's a, a planet emergency kind of going on and yeah. a climate emergency going on. So uh, I love to always ask my guests if there was what if you had a magic wand yeah. and you could fix any problem in the world. What would that one problem be? And you've got to pick just one. Well, and
0: why? Um, oh, well, I'd say religion. Okay. Probably ban it.
1: <laughs>
0: because controversial. It seems, wow. Well it, well, it seems to be that everything is, you know, the, all the wars and the and the and, and, and the problems are um, from from what I see very okay. often on the news. Um, they are picking out people. From different religions, mm. and they're doing this, and they're doing that. Now, so if they didn't have a, if they didn't have a religion, mm. you know, maybe, maybe all this would stop. Mm. Because so you've just asked for one thing, and what? I just, I, I, I don't like looking at the news. Um, uh, but it yeah. is a lot about that. Yeah. So you know, if if you'd got people, and here's an example. Walking in the middle of the A1 and getting run over because they would within about ten seconds, it, you know, people don't walk in the middle of the road on the A1, and, and because they know they're going to get killed. No, you know, so yeah. and why is so? Why is all these people getting killed in these wars? Mm. I know, it's so sad.
1: So anyway, that's... It's so unnecessary. Yeah. No, it's great. Like, this is, uh, this is why I love this question because it seems to get great <laughs> answers. Um, and I think just final question I want to wrap up. Is there anything else that you don't get to talk about that you wish you had more opportunity to... Maybe it's something you're not necessarily known for, but the, a message you want to get out there in the world a bit more or something that you would love to leave the listeners with?
0: Well... <laughs> yeah, there's there is, there is there is so much, but yeah. um, I think um, I think as you go through life with all your stresses and strains and things like that, and your wants and your needs, that you tend to uh, uh, forget about love. Really, you mm. know. In in a, in, oh, I've been very 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 fortunate, but they could have been, you know, uh, I could have been I could have been better. <laughs> I, I, I yeah my school report said never could try harder well our, on um, relationships and things like that I I've, I I've, I've got through uh, unscathed but I could have been I, I could have been a lot better How not long so have you been hard for? I got married in 1970 wow. now I would have been married 4 years before that yeah. but the 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 father-in-law um wouldn't allow it. Think of so. his permission. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Excellent. So, Excellent. so yeah. So what's that? 70, 80, 90, know, That's 50, 50 years. July the fourth uh, next I year. I say you're yeah. doing
1: pretty well in that yeah. department.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> so you know, I would a um, standstill. Think, uh, you know, is this necessary? You know, I I think I was very hard, very hard on myself, and very hard on people who are around me, mm. uh, because when somebody says. I need security and I need, uh, in my life. Mm-hmm. So I, I, because of the, some dreadful things that the parents and grandparents had to endure. Um, then you say, well, if you want security and you want money and you want for the rest of your life, you have to sacrifice the first 10 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and that sacrifice is hard. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and you have to become a slave to yourself to get where you want to go so if you yeah. want this yeah i will push you mm-hmm. to the limits yeah. because i'm only doing what you're requesting mm. but it doesn't come over that way mm. you know and and so if i could know a a, a better more humane way <laughs> of getting from where somebody wants to be uh, to where they are, where yeah, where they from are, now. where they are to where yeah. they want to be. Um, but I don't know whether there is an easier way, but so there, the way you know that's it. Right.
1: Love that. <laughs> uh, where can people find out more about you? To on social media, on the, on
0: links the normal things, Um, and I suppose on Facebook, yeah, and um, I think and, I'm in your group all, as well, so and all the other, yeah, I don't get time. This is it. I, I, I wish <laughs> I got more, um, I wish I could do it more. Yeah. Um, Facebook and stuff like that. And Only so
1: many hours in the day, right?
0: There is. And, and and you know, so it's so exciting that you have to give up good to other great, you know. Yeah. And, and um, ADHD, it means that uh, I've got to do something else now.
1: <laughs> Love it. Well, thank you so much again no, for your time. You. It's been an absolute pleasure. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you
1: so much for listening to this episode. I want to just do a quick outro because this is, like I said, a very special day. The day that this goes live is my 34th birthday. And it is also Black Friday this week, if you are listening as this goes live. And I am doing a very special offer, something I've never done before, um, especially for this year's Black Friday. And I have got a special link for you if you want to go and check out what it's all about. I'm doing something, like I said, I've packaged up something that I've never done before with Life Leverage, with Viva Club, with access to me. Uh, There's special bonuses that will go very quickly, though, because this is going out first or this offer is going out first to a group I'm working with um, privately on WhatsApp. Um, If you weren't involved, didn't see the the post, then make sure you're in the community because I did post in there. Uh, And that's where, you know, these sort of things get announced first. So if you're not in there, make sure you're in there now. And to go and access this offer, you'll need to go to my website, which is www.katherineaturner.com forward slash BF19. Or Black Friday 2019, of course. So BF19. And uh, yeah, you'll be able to find all the information there. Of course, that link will be in the show notes, but a lot of those bonuses will go uh, probably before you get to the show notes. So go and jump in straight away at www.katherinaeturner.com forward slash BF19. And uh, yeah, go and check out the special Once I've never done this before. So one off offer I'm doing for this uh, 2019 Black Friday and check that out. Like I say, some of the bonuses may already be gone. uh, So get in there quick because you will not want to miss out on this incredible deal and package I have put together exclusively for listeners of the podcast. And for people, like I said, in this very private, small community WhatsApp group go and check that out now. And uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, make sure in the, in the community, that's where great stuff happens uh, on Facebook, in the Leverage Lifestyle community. Uh, and uh, yeah, make sure you're tuning in next week for another great episode of Leveraged Lifestyle.